Hey, I'm Christopher Schiefling. Thank you so much for joining me for Auscultation, a podcast in search of a humanities-based practice of medicine. Today, we're listening to excerpts from a poem about childbirth called Parturition by Mina Loy. Mina Loy was a poet during the early 1900s and inspired a wave of modern artists like Gertrude Stein, William Carlos Williams, and T.S. Eliot. The first time I read this poem, there was a whole lot that I did not understand. Loy seems to delight in wielding the power of abstract and lofty phrases, which is intriguing, but also rather intimidating. This is a lot like medical vocabulary, from cardiopulmonary resuscitation to diabetes mellitus to magnetic resonance imaging, these phrases do carry a certain poetry, but they are also an assertion of authority. The first listen to parturition can call us back to the double edge of the strange language of medicine. Parturition by Mina Loy. I am the center of a circle of pain exceeding its boundaries in every direction. The business of the bland sun has no affair with me in my congested cosmos of agony from which there is no escape on infinitely prolonged nerve vibrations or in contraction to the pinpoint nucleus of being. Pain is no stronger than the resisting force pain calls up in me. The struggle is equal. The open window is full of a voice, a fashionable portrait painter running upstairs to a woman's apartment sings, All the girls are tiddly-diddly. All the girls are nice, whether they wear their hair in curls or... At the back of the thoughts to which I permit crystallization, the conception, brute, why? The irresponsibility of the male leaves woman her superior inferiority. He is running upstairs. I am climbing a distorted mountain agony. Incidentally, with the exhaustion of control, I reach the summit and gradually subside into anticipation of repose, which never comes, for another mountain is growing up, which, goaded by the unavoidable, I must traverse, traversing myself. Something in the delirium of night hours confuses while intensifying sensibility, blurring spatial contours, so aiding illusion of the circumscribed that the gurgling of a crucified wild beast comes from so far away, and the foam on the stretched muscles of a mouth is no part of myself. There is a climax in sensibility when pain surpassing itself 
becomes exotic, and the ego succeeds in unifying the positive and negative poles a sensation, uniting the opposing and resisting forces in lascivious revelation. Relaxation. Negation of myself as a unit. Vacuum interlude. I should have been emptied of life, giving life. Mother, I am identical with infinite maternity, indivisible. Acutely, I am absorbed into this was, is, ever shall be of cosmic reproductivity. Rises from the subconscious. Impression of a cat with blind kittens among her legs. Same undulating life stir. I am that cat. Rises from the subconscious. Impression of small animal carcass covered with blue bottles. Epicurean. And through the insects waves that same undulation of living, death, Life, I am knowing all about. Some thoughts on pain. As a palliative care physician, I'm fascinated by Mina Loy's treatment of pain. The narrator's suffering is incredibly expansive. It is described as exceeding its boundaries in every direction, and also as a congested cosmos of agony. However, like Newton's third law of motion, this pain triggers an equally powerful force within her. As she says, pain is no stronger than the resisting force pain calls up in me. This force takes her on a deeply inward journey that leads her into a mystical union with the universe. Like the Buddhist idea of interconnectedness, she is, and I quote, absorbed into the was, is, ever shall be of cosmic reproductivity. This cosmic unity leads to the wonderfully playful and surreal line, I am that cat. In this poem, pain is overwhelming and transformative and a form of enlightenment. It seems to ask, What does pain call up in us? Mina Loy's vision of pain challenges the Western assumptions of suffering, where it is seen predominantly as an evil to be avoided at most costs. The few positive reframings of pain come from its ability to build up masculine bravado, a la, take it like a man, and no pain, no gain. In contrast, parturition delivers pain as a path to a feminine power. This power arises not from overcoming, but through greeting. It offers communion rather than pride. It, as the poem says, leaves woman her superior inferiority. And that's inferiority with a capital I. This paradox of superior inferiority is exquisitely captured in the subsequent image of the man running upstairs to a presumed affair while the narrator 
is climbing a distorted mountain of agony. While he physically rises in pursuit of base habits, she ascends through her body to a spiritual summit, or as she puts it, to lascivious revelation. On a lighter and completely separate note, what did the woman in her 40th week of pregnancy say when her partner confused her heartburn with labor pains? Oh honey, it's okay. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Boom boom. Some thoughts on motherhood. The image of Mary holding the baby Jesus is an iconic vision of motherhood. It is calm, quiet, natural, and sacred. Maternity in parturition has quite a different color. Loy's own relationship with motherhood was complicated. Her mother was puritanical and overbearing, and her first child was conceived out of wedlock, resulting in a bitter marriage. Her husband was absent with his mistress during the delivery, and her daughter died a year later for meningitis. With this in mind, where's the child in the poem? It's a bit shocking to find out that the infant is missing. There is no description of the newborn. The portrait is so zoomed in on the mother that the baby is completely out of frame. Only an inference. We do, however, see indirect references to her children, which come from the narrator's subconscious impressions, first as blind kittens and then as flies, or blue bottles as they are described in the poem, that are seemingly nursing on a dead animal. There is such drama in these two stanzas, so let me read them again. Rises from the subconscious impression of a cat with blind kittens among her legs. Same undulating life stir, I am that cat. Rises from the subconscious, impression of small animal carcass, covered with blue bottles, epicurean, and through the insects, waves that same undulation of living. The unexpectedly macabre turn of the second stanza turns the Madonna completely on her head. In this poem, motherhood is harrowing, haunting, surreal, and sublime. Some thoughts on abstraction. Another subversive element of this poem is its level of abstraction. This starts with the title, Parturition, which is much more distant and intellectual than childbirth or labor. The poem goes on to parade such boisterous phrases as on infinitely prolonged nerve vibrations, so aiding illusion of the circumscribed and lascivious revelation and vacuum interlude. These lines sound like they could come from biology, physics, astronomy, math, or even philosophy textbooks. Their technicality extends an authority that challenges the traditional assumptions of childbirth as a purely corporal, 
and domestic affair. Parturition by Mina Loy I am the center of a circle of pain exceeding its boundaries in every direction. The business of the bland sun has no affair with me in my congested cosmos of agony from which there is no escape on infinitely prolonged nerve vibrations or in contraction to the pinpoint nucleus of being. Pain is no stronger than the resisting force pain calls up in me. The struggle is equal. The open window is full of a voice, a fashionable portrait painter running upstairs to a woman's apartment sings, all the girls are tiddly diddly, all the girls are nice, whether they wear their hair in curls or at the back of the thoughts to which I permit crystallization, the conception, brute, why? The irresponsibility of the male leaves woman her superior inferiority. He is running upstairs. I am climbing a distorted mountain of agony. Incidentally, with the exhaustion of control, I reach the summit and gradually subside into anticipation of repose, which never comes for another mountain is growing up, which, goaded by the unavoidable, I must traverse, traversing myself. Something in the delirium of night hours confuses while intensifying sensibility, blurring spatial contours, so aiding illusion of the circumscribed that the gurgling of a crucified wild beast comes from so far away and the foam on the stretched muscles of a mouth is no part of myself. There is a climax in sensibility when pain, surpassing itself, becomes exotic, and the ego succeeds in unifying the positive and negative poles a sensation, uniting the opposing and resisting forces in lascivious revelation. Relaxation, negation of myself as a unit, vacuum interlude. I should have been emptied of life, giving life. Mother, I am identical with infinite maternity, indivisible. Acutely, I am absorbed into this was, is, ever shall be of cosmic reproductivity rises from the subconscious impression of a cat with blind kittens among her legs. Same undulating life stir. I am that cat. Rises from the subconscious impression of small animal carcass covered with blue bottles. Epicurean. And through the insects 
waves that same undulation of living, death, life, I am knowing all about. Parturition by Mina Loy was originally published in the literary journal The Trend in 1914 and is now part of public domain.